March 27, 2020. It's a lot from Pedro Show.
Happy Friday. Happy, happy, uh, happy. 
Ah, you hear my guest, people. I'm not man alone. Brother Matt, you know, we're sequestered here, quarantine. So uh, I'm not man alone, though, because of the Skype software. Those Estonian software engineers have got me uh, connected to Jimmy Horn in New Orleans. Welcome aboard, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Yeah. We started off with John Coltrane with Thelonious Monk. This is an important period in his life. It's when he kicks his shit, right? Between shifts with Miles Davis. The Pistrophy, live at Carnegie Hall. Then the special man, Brass Band, with Eat That Chicken. Jimmy? Yes, sir. Can you tell me your earliest musical recollection? Oh, no doubt. Uh, it was uh, my father's uh, hand-me-down uh, 45s. Jumping off the bed to Little Richard doing Tutti Frutti. Trogs doing the wild thing. That, I think that was pretty much it. I mean... Before that, maybe my grandpa yodeling okay. with the sheep. <laughs> okay, but but rock and roll, it was definitely uh, Little Richard and the Trogs. Yeah, Little Richard. Trogs. <laughs> Have you ever heard that studio tape? <laughs> they're trying to record and they're all borracho and shit. And <laughs> no, indeed. No, I have not. You know, it's kind of on no. the level of the... Well, it's not up to the level of the Buddy Rich thing, but it's kind of that direction where they're gotcha. yelling gotcha. at each other. I've definitely heard the Buddy Rich. <laughs> Everybody who plays music has to. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Indeed. So, so where was this? New Orleans? No, this was. Uh, let's see. This was was uh, this was in Utah. If not in Utah, it was in Illinois, a little town in Illinois. But it was, it was probably Utah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Small town. I mean, not even a town. Town was about 10 miles away, yeah. so pretty remote. Okay. Now, uh, he's he's got 45s and stuff. Does he have uh, anybody in the family got instruments? You heard, you heard yodeling, but you don't need an instrument. Right. Well, apparently my grandpa, he could, uh, he could play the fiddle, too, but I never heard him do it because he quit when uh, he got married. Okay. Which, which tells me, I, I don't know, he's probably associating that with, you know, the mixers and the the whiskey and the and the loose women and whatever. So he's he put that part behind him once he got married. He still played the harmonica a little bit. Okay. Yeah, okay. but other than him, nobody. Do you remember the first uh, record that you bought yourself? It was a Kiss record. I don't remember which one. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> it was probably rock and roll all over. At we the saw time. them guys uh, before they had a record out. They opened up for all kinds of people here in uh, Long Beach next to Pedro. And I remember when the, the album came out, we heard it. It was so slow because they didn't play yeah. like that live. <laughs> okay. Well, what about school? Oh, oh, well, let me ask you this first. In the house, was, sure. was there instruments? Say it again. In your pad that you grew up, was there instruments? Not in the house, no, but but uh, in the school, there was. Okay, so in school, were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? They called it jazz band. Ah, okay, yeah. They, they, call, they call it jazz band. I did that, and, and chorus. Or, no, what did they call it? Choir? Uh, concert, concert band, that's what it was. Concert, concert band. Concert band. Okay. Yeah, I did that for a little while. What'd you do? I, I, didn't, I didn't finish, like, I didn't go all the way through school with that. I, I didn't finish high school, in fact, but... Yeah, I did that through uh, like junior high, say about those about those years. And what you work? And I, what what instrument? A lot of them. Uh, Okay. At this time of my life, I was living in the Northwest, and uh, I was living in. Let's see, 
I don't remember what the name of the uh, school district was, but I guess they had money because the band uh, department was just chock full of instruments. Oh, bitch. And uh, straight up, like, uh, for what it's worth, this is exactly where I did so much shedding and, and, and was so exposed to, uh, you know, I mean, this guy would uh, get music, pieces of music that he didn't have instrumentation for. Or, or you know people playing the instruments and and he'd be like all right i want you to play uh trombone now on this i mean we went through sections and i i i didn't get really proficient on anything you know but uh i got exposed to all kind of instruments so this was a good teacher yeah he really was yeah it is crazy too right because later in life i was back in the area because I, I didn't live there very long and uh but i i was back in the area for a minute and I wanted to go tell this dude. I was like, his name was Holly Bertrand. And uh, he played the clarinet. And he talked shit on New Orleans uh, clarinetists for their vibrato. He <laughs> said, you know, proper clarinetists uh, don't use vibrato. And I'm like, okay. And he had, uh, he didn't have rose tinted glasses. They were like lilac blue kind of tinted. <laughs> and he, and he, he dragged his leg when he walked. A crazy guy, Holly Bertrand. And... Uh, but I went back to, to express to this dude, like, man, thank you so much. Like, if it weren't for you, I don't know. You know, I, music has been my life the whole time, you know. like, And so I was trying to express this to this man. And he, he came back. He, he, uh, he thought I was, like, uh, coming to mess with him or something. <laughs> he, he was scared. And, and, uh, and he asked me if I stole some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, man. This is not what I expected, bro. <laughs> so he was better in the older days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I gave this man some grief. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I, I was there right at that age, you know, like, he's trying to talk to the kids, and I'm, like, banging on a snare drum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that type shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. So your opinion, is it important to have music in schools? Well, I guess that's what I'm leading up to is like, I mean, for me, it was crucial, man. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was crucial. And it, aside from, you know, the fact that, you know, I ended up being a musician for life or whatever, the the, the, the socializing that takes place, the, the problem solving and, the, and the, 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 the communication skills you develop, you know what I mean? Like, sure, sure. And, and the teamwork and the, uh, just being able to, like conceive of being harmonious i think people learn a lot uh quickly from music in that regard you sure. know what i mean sure sure um so yes i think it's i think it's very important i, I hear stories about how you know they've just slowly been taking it out and further and further out of uh the public school system and that i think that's you know it's a you know, I mean, on one hand, you could call it, you know, like a first world problem. On, on the other hand, it's like, look, everybody's fucking miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so. Absolute. Well, what about outside of school? Like the, 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 the basement band, the bedroom band, garage uh, band? Did you do that stuff? No doubt. No doubt. Punk rock years. Uh, uh, we were in Pennsylvania by then. And, okay. uh. You know, skipping school. We were in Susquehanna Township, so we would skip. We'd go to whatever home period, and then go straight to Philly or to um, Pittsburgh or, or or to DC or Hoboken for a show. And uh, 
Yeah, you know the VFWs, the Elks Lodge. You know, you know the deal. Sure, sure. Just the, the whole like <laughs> back then, it was everyone. It was very inclusive back then. You know what I mean? Those sure. days, it wasn't. There weren't so many barriers. Like you had the Krishnas and the and the hardcore kids and the the drunks and the druggies and the yeah. The only one, the only people that ever really fucked that shit up were, were the were the Nazis when they showed up. But that was the eighties, right? <laughs> they always and, do uh, that. <laughs> so you know, well, yeah, punk rock, man, that was the shit. Okay, like you so know, I'd you... be I'd be on like uh, in the in the symphony at school, you know, because once I moved to Pennsylvania, we were I was in the symphony instead of the jazz band, and uh, and then you know, punk rock shit all night, and. Uh, so yeah, going practice at the trailer park. Yeah, I, I was uh, the new kid. Uh, I think eighth or ninth, not ninth grade, I guess. And uh, the punk rockers I, I met, they were all out of school already, but uh, didn't have the music I had. Kind of, I guess, was the deal. They were like, "Oh, this kid, he can play whatever." And so uh, I got picked up by the older punk rockers, and that was uh, that was also life changing. You know, oh, got shout okay. out to them people. So you were like kind of utility man for them. You weren't really starting your own band stuff. Right. Yeah, I was the kid, man. Right, hey, do right. They, oh, man, look, check out the kid, bro. He can do this. He can do that. I, and, know, and, I, I uh, can relate to that some because I grew up Navy housing, so there was always new cats. Uh, look, I mean, I'm talking to Mike Watt. You know exactly what it's like to like be in the punk scene and have a bunch of music under your belt. Like, what do I do with this crap? You know what I mean? Right. Let's make something cool with it. I want to play uh, Settle Down, Layla McCalla. Yeah, man, Layla McCalla. Here we go.
We stay at home. We have no boss. We work alone. We work like drones, addicted to our phones. We're always home. At least the cat seems happier. We stay at home and slowly find out who we are. It's time to think and let desire guide you. It's time to dream, invent a better world. It's time to scheme, to write out what we're hoping for. It's time to make a plan to make a better world. Let's all stay home to make the world a safer place. Let's all stay home and search for lucky stars. Let's all stay home. There's so much new to learn about. Let's all stay home and slowly find out what. There's much to know and time to find out what it is. There's so much joy within we never knew. So many words to craft a million fantasies. We'll stay at home to find out what is true. Let's all stay home. Let's make a world we like for me and for you.
Close my eyes 
of this morning Jinx all around my beat Up this morning Jinx all around my beat Okay, that was Layla McCollum with Settle Down. And uh, listeners out there, Jimmy was hitting me with the facts. She's got kind of a Jamaica punk rock trip. Haitian. Haitian, I'm sorry. Uh, the French, not uh, England, Jamaica. Yeah. Kind of near each other, but different worlds. Sure. I mean, you know, transatlantic slave trade, the Caribbean right. islands. You right, know, so some sure stuff in common, but then Lots. some stuff yeah. very distinct. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, yeah, you want to say something about it? Well, I mean, you know, I yeah. Shoot. I mean, uh, Layla McCalla, she's a, a singular artist. And uh, having an opportunity to produce her um, uh, gave me uh, 
carte blanche to, to explore a lot of stuff that interests me uh, personally, you know, being uh, just me. Uh, but that, that doesn't really translate, in, you know, with my little outfit, you know, the special man or whatever. Right. And uh, with her Haitian uh, background and uh, her, her, you know, basically being an American musician, uh, born, you know, with, ha- with Haitian roots. Uh, we were able to explore all kinds of, and, and uh, you know, settle down. That's a rah-rah tune. Yeah. Rah-rah. Uh, uh, we had uh, members of Silibo Tetziel in town. They're, they're uh, also members of La Cou Musique who were up here playing a festival at Sun. And so, <laughs> excuse me, we were able to get a real Haitian uh, rah-rah band on, on the record, you know. And, and as far as what we're talking on the break, you know, the, the power to the people, the speaking truth to power, right. the, you know, very frenetic, you know, upbeat kind of energy. It's very punk rock in its way. Yeah, I, I agree. We had yeah. Vivail after that with Let's All Stay Home, Drunk and Pray with Crazy Alone. Lauren, yeah, brand right. new, Guardian One. Mark Lanigan, brand new stuff, Bleed All Over. Lucy Lee from Talking Heads, a song, not the band. <laughs> Schizo Fuel out of Amarillo with Don't Remember Me. Bilge Pump out of Leeds with Timothy Moyler. And finally, King James with Jimmy's Blues. So what happens after high school? Well, I tell you what, I, I, I got out of high school a little bit early. I checked myself out. Yeah. And uh, from there, I just started running around, doing a lot of hitchhiking. Um, kind of, you know, really just uh, textbook, you know, like uh, – Teenage angst, trying to find myself, type shit, yep. and uh, running around. Found myself uh, back in, uh, like, in the Seattle area, where uh, started smoking a lot of grass, and uh, it affected the music. Yeah, that's when I heard Sun Ra. Oh man! Uh, so it was, you know, I mean, that was one with within 24 hours of hearing Sun Ra for the first time on the strength of an album cover. Uh, you know, because that's how we used to buy records. If you remember, you go oh, through yeah, and oh, yeah. flip through. Oh, this looks cool, you know. <laughs> and because uh, a lot of them within, square John writers wouldn't write about this stuff, so we, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. So within 24 hours of hearing Sun Ra, I quit the band I was in. I switched instruments, uh, moved, I, uh, left the lady I was uh, hanging out with at the time, and. Uh, and within I don't know a couple months I was on my way to New Orleans. Whoa! Not, not not moving to New Orleans though it was not really like a big like let's go to New Orleans it was a total whim I just wanted to get out of town. Yeah, because I'm I'm wondering how you picked that town. Well, I was at a at a, a job at like one of those hippie co-ops where everybody gets paid really well to like stock you know soy milk and stuff and that's what I was doing stocking soy milk cleaning up messes. Yes. And. Uh, it wasn't very rewarding, man. And, and a, a friend of mine called me up and said, hey, I'll pick you up from work and we'll go somewhere and have fun, which usually meant go to the park with like a bum jug of wine or some grass or something. Yeah. And, and walk the dog type shit. And uh, it was a car with a blown head gasket full of uh, clothes. And, and we just headed for New Orleans. Damn. Just like, I mean, it, I, I didn't think about it, but for like maybe two seconds. Because I'm thinking Sun Ra, you know, he starts in Birmingham and goes to Chicago. So That's right. Okay. 
But you know, there's some there's New Orleans stuff in his music. I mean, he he took from everything. He's, he's great stuff. Sure, so, Sonny, sure. Sonny Blount. So, That's right, so, Harmon, uh, okay. Harmon, Harmon, Sonny Blount. Yeah, incredible. Uh, yeah, I think Pool mm -hmm. too. There's uh, he had several uh, names in there. Sure. You know, people don't know he was like Willie D Dixon went to jail for being conscientious ex objector. I that mean, makes sense. I read the John's Ved book on him. Uh, right. When you get to New Orleans, what do you do? Do you start playing music right? Will you find another co-op? Or, or? Well, no, bro. <laughs> I mean, I got here, and once I got the lay of the land, which took me a few days, yeah. uh, I just started playing music in the street. I realized, oh, if I'm going to eat, like, because it was great. Like, I left Seattle, Washington with, uh, uh, well, with no money, but on the last day of the pay period. So I had a check coming. I, I woke up in Venice Beach that next day and called my boss and see I was like oh bro I'm not coming in in fact I'm never coming back uh but can you uh Weston you me that money right now and they were so nice you know at the co-op that they did bro he like ran right to the place and Weston you my money <laughs> you said Venice, so Venice California so you went to New Orleans via Venice yeah we okay. drove down the coast and then and then yeah, went yeah. over I too and uh yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so you're playing in the streets? I mean, in, in, immediately. Because the money I had just got us across the uh, country. Sure, sure. And uh, so, yeah, it was uh, playing the street or uh, go hungry, man. <laughs> That's when I started singing, too, actually, because I, I went out there and was like, oh, man, I'm slick, you know. Truth is, bro, I showed up with a, a fucking broken saxophone. Whoa. Like, I, ca I came... Uh, Barely 19 years old, uh, hot uh, out on the heels of like the Seattle scene, like uh, not a lot a broken, of sax happening up there, <laughs> bro. With a broken tenor saxophone, and I, I roll into town because again, like I told you, I, I heard Sun Run. I quit sure, playing sure. the guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was four years old, but I quit, and I was like, I, I'm a sax player now again. Cause that was one of my favorite shits when I, they were doing the roulette with the instruments when I was a kid. So, oh yeah, I'll I get down here know. and it's like eight year olds, man. Who am I thinking you know, of, like uh, just smoking me, bro. Just smoking me. Who am I I'm thinking like, of? John Gilmore I, I and, and Marshall Allen. And Marshall Allen is still touring. This guy's in his eighties doing Vans tours for sure. Yeah. So saxes and also, you know. Uh, at the gigs, they would move them around. There was a little showbiz. No doubt. Yeah. But so I got here, man, and these little kids out to Sixth Ward were just playing so soulfully and so masterfully already yeah. that I I, I, I I never brought that horn out once, bro. Not even <laughs> one time. I saw what was happening. I said, oh, bro, I'm going to die here. And uh, <laughs> ran into this cat. Uh, Dwayne, Nervous Dwayne, he goes by Nervous Dwayne. Yeah. He was playing saxophone up in the streets of Seattle one one summer. He he didn't live there, whatever he was passing through. And I saw him here playing some goofy clarinet. And I'm like, I recognize that motherfucker. And uh, <laughs> turns out he didn't have a sax anymore. And uh, I was like, but he had this raggedy guitar. I'm like, dude, give me your guitar. Oh, trade. And and, yeah. and we traded. Here, yeah. take this tenor. You fix, you know, because he was fixing saxophones with Teflon tape and band-aids. Like, he was a <laughs> master at that shit. And uh, so 
I immediately went to work just, you know, playing guitar, but I wasn't making even half the money that the singers were. So I, that's when I started singing. Okay. Okay. Uh, trippy. So where were you living? Oh, I was sleeping in that raggedy ass car. Yeah. Okay. That, 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 that uh, died like halfway here, man. I mean, it had a blown head gasket when we left. So it took like uh, a little over two weeks to get to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> we would st- i think we would stop more uh you know three four days here and there and yeah. go out there and rub it a little bit and it would start up again and we'd ride it till it stopped you we're, know gassing up with the motor running type shit we're, we're talking like what like the 90s right 93 i think okay, it was so so new orleans was kind of a different town it was a compl- it was still new old new orleans you know okay i mean as far as i could tell so in a way you could live kind of econo Oh, I mean, you know, the house <laughs> that I bought, I moved to New Orleans, you know, total bum yeah. and, and, and came and realized, oh, shoot, if, if you're a little bit industrious and stay focused and don't just drink all your money away, you can uh, make some shit happen. Because like you said, it was very affordable, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I got into a, a two story uh, Greek revival, like from the late 1700s. Whoa. with like 12 foot ceilings and double veranda right. on the front like balcony you know french doors in my bedroom off a balcony and and my mortgage because i brought some of my homies to live in it with me and uh it was like 80 bucks a month man <laughs> i mean and i'm living in this like i said you know over 200 year old double veranda greek revival mansion. yeah yeah big overhead look jimmy we're at the end of the first hour March 27, 2020, Dishwap Peter. So, special guest, Jimmy Horn. Hold tight for hour two. March 27, 2020, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. You know, I'm just a little poor boy. And I'm a long way from home. If you didn't want me, be. Why did you leave me out? Come and tell me Please tell me right now What you want me to do What you want me to do You know I ain't been eating Can't even sleep at night Want you to throw your arms around me, baby Instead we fuss and fight A woman tell me Please tell me right now What you want me to do What you want me to do You know a woman is a woman Man ain't nothing but a man
Yeah. 
Praise Allah. Praise Allah. 
I kill these, the pen bleeds with tendencies to assassinate MCs. Lyrically, articulate what's on my heart. That's knowledge of self and the science of the spoken art. True indeed. I proceed to smoke weed. It ain't a drug, it's a herb. It grows from a seed. It's revelations, much more than lyrics. The most high is in the flesh of this ghetto mystic soul. Fellowship with the modern day Muhammad, smoking holy Quranic, turn communion into economics. economics. Which means that I'm something like a prophet yeah. that really admits he's trying to make a profit. Mechanic with this broken knowledge, the Almighty when I'm writing. Yeah. I think I just might need some Nikes running this. Running this. Loose lips sink ships, but when I loosen my lips, I make hits. Islam, praise Allah. Praise Allah. Give honors to the turban, the fez, and the bow tie. Give honors to Islam. Give honors to Islamism. Like to give honors to hip hop. Who has the biggest power of influence over the universe today? Give honors to the mothers, cause without you, there would be no us. I am the God MC. They all amateurs, trying to rap with us. Throw a couple lines together, think that's enough. My deliveries, metaphors, and assemblies got a bigger sting than scorpions and killer bees. The baseline and the melody be telling me not to rap a niggas who mess up my records like felonies. The weather be below zero, about three degrees. Colder than weak MCs. Look, call it the minister flow. How the pen bleeds, I let the brim sit low. But I can still see. Still They ain't work now. Don't let them in the game. Don't even give them a jersey. Now just because you ain't seen me on BET don't mean a thing Cause these bars is tailor-made for the mainstream. mainstream Money ain't the main thing that won't debate the king Is that I feel my brain is what the game really needs Slime. Praise Allah I returned at 4.30 a.m. for the Fajr prayer It was Buddha-style meditation for my Salat It was prophesied that the Messiah would come from the East And with a coincidence they told me to pray to the East That's too controversial It feels good in the darkness but it's a beautiful day outside of myself I kind of reversed the Dracon spell with love, truth, peace, freedom and justice The sovereign king, the triple K's can't arrest this You see my people want back what belongs to them We had enough of driving your nice cars with big rims You can have that back Give me what's really mine And all of it before I take it I shouldn't have to stand in front of some fat ass judge And negotiate my freedom Excuse my French But just get the fuck out the way for my African I mean it just don't make no sense It's 95% of us today 5% What if the police quit? What if the military quit? Cause you know they only soldiers to pay their rent Or their mortgage Because the only law is the law of God And I don't need no law enforcement They just need protection And they say knowledge was a weapon Let that marinate Imagine that's having our own Olympic team That'd be us winning all them gold medals But who was us? Who was I? Who was you? According to America, you're nobody Because there's no such thing as Negro, Black, or Color There's no such thing as African American They say nationality is the order of the day And my brother, my sister It look like you out of order Oh, so you American, right? You see, they gave us freedom But they weren't responsible for teaching us how to be free It was our responsibility to teach ourselves But we kept going to their schools And learn how to be better slaves 13th Amendment. 13th Amendment. Islam. Islam. Praise Allah. Praise Allah.
Rob from Pedro Show. We started the second hour with Tell Me What You Want Me To Do, King James and the Special Men. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then MB Jones out of Pooh song with Plastic Kisses Love During Coronavirus. Fantasy Spiders from Up in the City. Fantasy Spiders, I guess. Uh, it's, uh, what do you call that? Ubiquitous. A uh, Guide by Voices, Holy Rhythm. Bob Pollard with his 110th album. <laughs> you know, he was here on New, Ar uh, New Year's Eve. He did a 100-song gig that was five hours. <laughs> Good gracious. <laughs> Something in the water <laughs> in Dayton. <laughs> okay. Di J writes with Morris Proverb. And finally, uh, Kalunga. 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 So tell me about this. Th well, it seems like there's two kinds of things. There's... Uh, King James and the Special Man, the Special right. Man Brass Band, and then King James. I mean, sure. how does this all come about? Well, you know, I I think you could probably relate, but uh, over the years coming up, like I said, I got my guitar when I was four. And so the reasons I play music have changed throughout my lifetime many times. The, the, the instruments that I've focused on changed many times. Uh, the kind of music I was trying to make and 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 why has changed so many times sure and 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 then you know i became like i don't collect music i, I like devour it you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. I, I fucking devour it like yeah. i need more i need a concert stream and it you know it's like drugs i guess like at this point i'm listening to music that makes normal people cringe like you know i'm like listening to kurdish sufi music like these guys that you know they swear to never cut their mustaches and they <laughs> they play this really far out shit on a two stringed uh little instrument and uh it's very foreign you know to our uh western ears and yeah. uh it's just a for instance but the deal is that i just constantly need more and more stimulus i don't i don't listen to shit over and over and over for the most part and then so I would do, I need, like, okay, we're doing this punk rock thing. We're doing this, like, freaky dicky jazz thing. We're doing this, like, acid rock thing. We're, we're doing this, just too many different things, man. Right. And, and, and uh. So you like to give the projects different names, different entities. Well, it, I slowly started to realize, like, okay, what is the, what ties this, this shit together at, at all? Like, how, how can I tie it together? Because, like, I was starting to feel disjointed personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's when I realized, okay, produce, homie. Like, we're talking about production. Like, the, the, the thing that, the commonality is that you're very, very much a control freak. Yeah. And you like it this way. And, you know, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, so I was like, okay. It, it was just like when I made the special, man. Okay, I was doing all these different things. I used to, like, here we have these cats that, uh, you know, with kind of tongue in cheek, we call them time travelers uh -huh. or or, or uh, steamboat willies, right? Because it's like it's kind of like they wear a costume and like, ooh, we're, it's old timey and oh, yeah. ring, ring, you know, right, like, right. and it's this it's this thing that they wear and then they take it off, right? One time they and, put and, me in the jail in in Disneyland for spitting on people from the people. Right. And you know, they brought me a part of Disneyland called New Orleans Square, and there was a little jail. Yeah. Yeah. Some pretend right. shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you had to get your old-timey photos and whatever. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> like, I, I, I got uh, colleagues that, like, got looked at funny for having a nice new suit to wear. Like, when it was time to take photos, they were like, wear a suit. 
He shows up in his nicest, newest suit, and they're like, "No, nah, bro, like we're wearing these dusty ass old raggedy suits," you know. Like he didn't get it. He's like, "Man, I don't understand these kids, bro." Like, but anyway, I'm getting off my point. Bottom line is, I, I was like, "Okay, you know, I'm not gonna go out there and do Sun House." Like I, I sat and I listened to those records, and I've had to learn how to play that shit. Sure, Fred McDowell and. You know, I spent my time like you just played Jimmy's Blues, right? That's me at Jesse May Hemphill's porch. You know what I mean, like I, I sought them people out. Like I just wanted to be around it. I didn't want there to be this like canyon between me and the people that I was sure. listening to. Absolutely. Want, you know, they're human beings, right? Yeah, and um, so anyway, so like you, here we are talking. I grew up listening to all your records, man, all of them. You know what I mean, all of them. I'm like thrilled to be people. talking to you, but uh. The thing is, people are people, right? And so, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so I'm doing all this shit. I, I kind of getting off my point, but, but uh, I, I did. I, I was like, okay, I learned this, I learned that. I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in that. But what is like really me, man? Like, and that's when I realized, bro, like you were born listening to Little Richard. There's not a, yeah. there's not a, there's not a, a rock and roll tune that you can't relate to like personally, like when you bring it back to that. And then I'm start remembering like, man, what was so great about this music to begin with and the, the commonality of it and the way it included everybody. And it went through all our just basic lives and the shit that every fucking body feels. Yeah. It's not so niche. Yeah. absolutely. And, and then I, and then, I, you know, like you got folks that are really bent on definitions and Genre. genres. Yeah. And fuck being, that. But for me, like, I understand the, the ability, to, the, the, you know, wanting to say, I, I can tell you what we do. Like, if you can't explain, like, you don't want to be that cat. Like, my, my music defies, you know, labels, man. It's too far out, man. You know, like, you don't want to be that. You want to be like, it's American no, 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 no. fucking, we play rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, and then you think about it all. It's like, wait, it's all American music. Even all this, like. What is American music? It's like essentially mostly African. Sure. Most of American music is essentially African with European forms, you know, the ballads and whatever, and the little repeating whatever verses and shit. And then, uh, so then here we are. That, that's, that's, you know, it just slowly all kind of culminated to like, okay, so now you're a producer with your own label and you got a house band. You know, when, it, when it's time for me to front a band, I'm going to go out there and be a good time Charlie, sing about eating that chicken and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but 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 as a producer, that's what allows me. Okay, okay let's work with Layla McCall. Let's work with Alinda Cigar. Let's work with Louis Michaud. Let's work with all these different – Greg Dool. Uh, like speaking all these, of which, let's listen you know to what some, I mean? Yeah, let's listen to some Louis right now. Oh, Tiffany. Jolie. 
DJ from right away Need cut on time for a photo play Just country for that new alley Got red bean cook, got grease cream Don't need no heat play by my bed Say what I got you cherry Sunlight right now under the road And I do this shit everywhere I go Tell me who you
Latifi, Louis Michaud, and Specialman. And that's something uh, Jimmy produced. Uh, actually wrote, right? Mm -hmm. Herman Gray. This is Tom Herman from Peru with a brand new album. Hurry up, train. Word. Hey, yeah, Tom Herman, bitchin' dude. Taught himself sax. He's into sax now. But he's yeah, a great right. guitar man. Mega Doubt from, uh, with Flap Top. That's out of uh, Trieste, Italy. And then finally, Thank King you. James and Specialman with Ninth Ward Blues. I mean, this was a blowout. Yes, sir. Where, 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 where'd you do It's something live, right? Where, where, where is it done? Where where did we record it? Like, how did we record it? Yeah, where? Was it at that uh, place? It used to be called Shim, Shim Slam? Nah, nah. What's it called nah. now? One-Eyed Jacks? The Shim Sham Club? It's called One-Eyed Jack now, right? Right, One-Eyed Jacks, Rio's joint. Yeah, But, but Louis you, was telling that, me about you guys Matador. recording some stuff there. No, we didn't, actually. We didn't. Well, maybe he but, did with another project. I'm mixing it up. Yeah, it could be. But he was could telling be. me about this big old jam, and, and I thought that's, that this was part of it, because it's wild. Yeah, yeah. Now, what, what's special about the Ninth Ward? Uh, you know, we're just, that's how we represent downtown. Like, okay. it, in New Orleans, you know, it's broken up into wards. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, neighborhoods. And, and, and uh, you know, everyone kind of identified with their neighborhood in that way. But what's, I've the been ninth, ninth ward what's, what's for the last almost the ninth 30 ward? years? It's the biggest ward. It's a uh, it's very colorful ward. It's but it's it covers the most territory in the city as far as wards go. Okay. And uh, it's you know it's it's this it's like this the the soul of downtown. So you it's know? Like, yeah, like the big connect. Yeah, and then there's uptown. Okay. You know, and and that's something entirely different. Like, yeah. you know, New Orleans, you got uptown, you got downtown, like. Those kind of shits, that old-fashioned kind of stuff is still really real here. You know, like the side of the tracks you're on. Well, we got it, here, like, you know. All Pete, that shit. Pedro's by the water, and then we got the hill, right? Palos Verdes. <laughs> right. We just called it the right. hill, right? <laughs> Did it. They, I don't even think they, they mention us. <laughs> Human beings are Bro. strange, huh? Sometimes, Jimmy. So it's I was just curious. Fact. That is such a bitch and blowout, though. I love it. I love it. The Ninth Ward Blues. Uh, we're at the end of the second hour. Uh, March 27, 2020. Special guest, Jimmy Horn. Hold time for hour three. March 27, 2020. It's the third hour of the Watt Pedro Show. Streets. We won't know their name. 
nothing but a light in me, darkness and nothing else, on the edge of a forest, warm and secure with the light, or cool indifference every night, but little else be had, enough room to sit and think, a decent place to write, having to stay within a circle, that life that defines my world, or the boundaries thereof, but I love this place in the big house, very quiet, dark night, so little sound in sight, perfect for a spotlight out of everything, me, and hence I write, surrounded by that yellow light.
for Pedro show we started the third hour off with uh, Layla McCalla again with a tune called Aleppo and, and Jimmy says he got to get wild with the guitar I guess when you're a producer you you can make you're a shot caller right that's the thing that I really like about like okay Layla McCalla's record is the first record or album let's say that I, that I produced from front to back for another artist okay. I had done singles <clears throat> excuse me, you know, work with people in, in different capacities, but this was official first full on producer job. And, um, uh, I went, I just did it the way that I figured I should, which was total control. Like, you know, always with, uh, she's got the veto <clears throat> and I, I, I'm, you know, throwing ideas out constantly. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it's like, you know, uh, my pool of musicians, my arrangements, I got to, you know, if I could, play it myself i just saved the time and i'd played a lot of the guitar and the bass and the percussion and we just implement you know bringing people for each tune like i didn't build a band for the album each each tune was its own band right okay. and and uh immediately i was like oh my god dude this is exactly what i want to do for the rest of my life every day you know more 
for me, like being a front man is kind of like, um, like an arranged marriage. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I didn't even fall in love with that shit. I've learned to love it, you know, with patience and effort and stuff. But it wasn't a, like a choice. Like, oh my God, we're so in love. I'm going to be a front man. Like it, it was a necessity. Like I said, people that were singing were making more money than me. <laughs> and um, so, but but producing and being behind the scenes and you know, it's not about my image or you know any of that shit. It's just the music. Like that that for me was immediately addictive. Uh, it was a focus issue. Sure. Focus. Yeah. Then we had Craig Bell, brand new album. He's got Move Along. Great bass man out of Cleveland. I think he's in Indiana now. Uh, Euphoria's Destination, speaking of the hill, uh, this is from Crane. He's in Idaho now. But lights, action, camera. Joe Brewer out of Madison Pool Light. Lewis Cole with Leaving the Planet. And finally, Layla McCollum, Heavy as Lead. Great tune. The jam. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, I want to play The End is Near. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, what about the what about this tune, man? I don't know, man. It was uh, <laughs> it just it's just one of the things. Like, I I, I was thinking, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm gonna be probably too honest. All right, but I I I I'm compelled to do so. Like, I was what's that all across uh, uh the you know dancing in the streets. That's what it yeah. is. Dancing in the streets. I had dancing in the streets in my mind. Yeah, I I had uh, I had uh, God, I, a, I I don't know, man. Like, I just wanted to have one of them jams where I talked to all the people across the world, you know, and like, oh, and, and, and Prince, man, you know, 1999. I was like, bro, we're all gonna die, but let's not die tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and then it, it just fell out. After that, it just fell out. Let's do it. Everybody having fun And the moon is shining bright We all gotta die But baby, please Not tonight And it's near Soon be on our way And it's near You know I can't tell which Sometimes I think I'm wrong Other times I know I'm right But I know I came to party Even if it takes all night And it will Soon be on our way 
Detroit and his last hole at the bar. I press his little life like a shooting star. Nobody can live forever, but I still carry on. Just like the message of love in this here little song. Alright. Can you hear me over there in London town? The people that can't man do. You know what they do. That's a big world. And my people, baby. Over how? It's a gateway to the west. And everybody knows the west is the best. But let him come to Walsall, Arkansas, Niagara so can do it. Hot potatoes too. In fact, how about a chicken dinner and a couple beers? Have mercy, have mercy, Wallace, baby, St. Louis. Singapore, what's happening, baby? Oaxaca, Osaka, that's right. Yeah. Oh, they're enjoying it. Everybody gotta live while you live. Can't wait for no Thanksgiving. Just reach out and touch somebody right now.
Peter show the final music for this edition. The end is near. King James special man. Then Andre Vita out of Berlin with Red Lines 9 Svelke 13. That's a title. Mold Open out of Balmore live at Rippers Club. <laughs> That's a jam. And then finally Alinda Cigara in the special. That's right. Don't tell me it's over. What, what, what's that about? That's where you put a band around a singer? Well, th- that right there, that's the first one I did that, you know, I was, it was a, an experiment for me that led to realization that I want to produce. Right. Okay. Uh, it was a ex- uh, songwriting experiment though, because I-, I mean, if you listen to these songs that I'm singing, like I'm no, I'm no Johnny Adams, you know what I mean? Like I'm no Ernie Cato. Like I don't have like a pretty voice. I- I'm, I'm, I'm good for the party. And, uh, I, you know, I try to stay in my lane that way because you know, you don't want to be out there like a straight cat in a fence, like ah, singing like all city. So I try to write. I, I was very careful about writing for myself. 
Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, and but I was have I had all these songs that were just basically spiritually speaking, they were just kind of all in the same vein, like sookie dookie boogie woogie, you know, like. I kind of was feeling a little wore out with the Good Time Charlie act. I said, man, I got so much fucking music. Like, because I don't really write. I listen and listen and listen, and then shit won't leave me alone, and then I make it permanent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't force that shit. So, and I had all this music, and I'm like, but it's not for the special, man. It's not for the special. Oh, that's awesome, but that's not for the special, man. I said, man, why don't I just go ahead and try and, like, for instance, like, let a lady sing one of these or something. And then, boom. You know, it was uh, it was one of those aha things where I just called a friend. You know, she's got Hooray for the Riff Raff. She was doing well. She's got a great voice. You know, it was just good timing. And uh, I had this song that I felt like I just wasn't quite, you know, I, I wasn't good enough of a singer. To, uh, to do the song justice. I needed somebody with a little more ability than me. And and, and, I, and I, I thought I wanted a woman. And so, you know, that's what we did. I called Alinda and she came in and she was like, oh man, this is totally out of my wheelhouse. It's a great, don't worry about it. And, you know, I coached her through it and it happened really quick. She's like, damn, like that was so much easier than I thought it was going to be. And, you know, lights were going off like, wow, okay. Kind of like, I like this. So, okay, I mean, so it was good for, for production, I'm, I learned that I like it really hands-on. Like, you know, I don't need to dance in your video or whatever, but <laughs> I'm going to be playing bass and guitar and percussion and, you know, whatever else is needed. Uh, you know, I'm going to – I, I want to be a part of the shit. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, and, and getting the performance out of the artist. Like, that's something else that I really enjoy. Like, making sure that the vibe is right in the room, you sure, know, and absolutely. that the artist feels – the way they need to feel, you know what I mean? Like the directing that shit, like all of that stuff interests me. All well, yeah, that. because you know the cliche story is you, it's the artist fighting the producer. Oh, bro, no, I, but I don't, I, 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 I can't even conceive of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I, I can't think even it's conceive. Stupid. I think that's an old cliche. That's stupid. Well, power trip. I, I, or some I, people. You know, the truth is, I do believe it, Mike, but I, I just can't conceive of it for myself, like. I can't imagine being in that kind of position. If somebody's going to fight me, I'm going to let, I mean, it's their record. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Right. As long as I'm paid, like I'm straight. Well, This is more, I'm thinking more of the old days with big labels. Right. I I have friends. They spent 250,000 bucks. The label says record it again. (laughs) Yeah. No, I can't even understand that. that I mean, I I saw so much fucking, Oh man, Louis, uh, <laughs> Jimmy, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, I'm on I'm on specialmanindustries.com, and I'm also on Instagram at uh, no credit no problem. But you got your own website, right? Yes, okay. specialmanindustries.com. Specialman, so people, that's a big URL. But go there, man. From there, you can find out about all the other places that uh, Jimmy puts his stuff and what he's doing and. And by, by the way, what do you got coming up next? What do we have coming up next, man? Is that we can get out under this quarantine? We're gonna try and hit the road. We're gonna try and find ourselves a property ah, agent again, and just that, hit the streets point, running, Jimmy. man. <laughs> but Jimmy, as far that's as the label, point. though, we got all kind of stuff coming. No, but Jimmy, that's a good stuff. point. What are you gonna do in the meantime? I should have asked you that. 
right now I'm polishing things, man. Straight up, <laughs> I'm polishing things. Like that's all I can do. Well, what about so I, what about compose? What about record? Well, well that's kind of what I mean by polishing oh, things. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm just you know, because that's kind of I've got albums and albums and albums of stuff recorded already. Okay. That you know, for me, it's like oh, now that it's this thing's time. You know what I mean? And, and then I'll go and finish it. And, uh, or I'll, then I'll go and mix it. And so that's what I mean. I've, I've got lots of stuff recorded already in the queue. And and then, you know, then there's well, other I can artists. relate, you know, because people, they kind of call me or write me emails all worried. What would what, what you do without gigs? But, man, we could do a lot of stuff in the meantime. Um, look, I mean, there's a lot of people out there suffering, bro. Absolute, like, absolutely. They're living hand to mouth, and now they're just not. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and so, you know, but I just feel, you know, very fortunate in that, that uh, I'm not in that kind of situation. I wasn't playing Bourbon Street six nights a week to feed everybody. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm sitting here living on the kitty a little bit and yeah. uh, and, and polishing them, them – uh, new records so that's what i'm doing jimmy it's been a big big honor to have you on the show it's been an honor to be on the show mike it's a pleasure to meet you man oh, I've, I've been a fan since i was a kid oh you're so kind and you were a kid too let's be real like uh, you know <laughs> well i still am i'm just a less younger one <laughs> yeah you're just less young bro <laughs> <laughs> look when you get some uh done polishing some stuff come back on the show and we'll talk about it that would be a great, that, that, that's great. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay, beautiful. People, it's been a March 27, 2020 edition. Wapito Show. Keep your powder dry.